Well, a new survey suggests, and this is not a huge surprise, that there's a strong relationship between a person's political perspective and their views on free speech in this country. Respondents who lean right were more likely to believe there should be no limits on speech, including the right to express hateful and offensive opinions. Now, this wasn't a great number of people, but there was some. Uh, The survey uh, was done by the Canadian Hub for Applied and Social Research at the University of Saskatchewan and asked about a 1,000 people about their political leanings and their views on free speech. Now, overall, uh, 8 in 10, or nearly 86, said they believe that uh, they have or somewhat have freedom of speech in this country. Most respondents also said they believe governments and corporations like Twitter and Meta, formerly known as Facebook, should intervene to limit the spread of misinformation and hate speech. Well, to figure out what this was all about, what was learned, and what it could uh, indicate is Jason DeSano. He's the director of the Canadian Hub for Applied and Social Research at the University of Saskatchewan. Thank you for your time tonight. My pleasure, Ben. This is an interesting survey. Uh, What did you set out to find? Yeah, so really the impetus behind this survey, and we, we survey Canadians on a variety of different issues uh, fairly regularly. Um, for this particular survey, we're really interested in the uh, extent to which the term freedom and freedom of speech have been coming up in the Conservative Party of Canada leadership campaign. And we thought it would be particularly interesting at this point in time to find out the extent to which Canadians truly think they're free and by extension have freedom of speech. Um, the main driving factor behind uh, this particular survey. So you really, you set out to find, I guess, freedom of speech is where you landed, right? Which is an interesting one because so much of our perceptions of freedom of speech kind of blend into what, you know, the First Amendment in the U.S. and so forth. So what did you wind up finding out? Do people think we have freedom of speech in, in the country right now? Uh, generally, yes. So most Canadians, 86% of those uh, who are surveyed indicated that they do believe Canadians have freedom of speech. Um, so it's a very small minority who believe that we don't. Um, most of those who are surveyed, so at least 50%, if not more, also feel that government or private corporations have uh, a role to play in limiting the spread of misinformation or hate speech in Canada. So um, the role of government might be fairly obvious, but when we're talking about private corporations, for example, that might refer to, say, a social media company like Facebook and Twitter uh, clamping down on hate speech or misinformation on their various platforms. Um, one of the other questions that we we asked that was, that was also interesting was um, we asked whether uh, Canadians agree with Canada's approach that have some limits on freedom of speech um, versus the U.S. approach uh, that that basically the U.S. First Amendment, which doesn't have any limits on free speech. And eight out of 10 Canadians, so about 80 percent of those surveyed um, feel that Canada's approach is the, the best approach or the more appropriate approach. So so in, in, in broad strokes, I guess most of us feel like we're pretty much free to say what we want within limitations that we agree with, which is which is interesting. You did find some exceptions and they were regional. Yeah, so there were there were a number. So the data gets particularly interesting when we start actually looking at it from one's political perspective and also one's region of residence in the country. And there's actually a very strong relationship between sort of political leanings and region of residence in the country. So we tend to see these sort of results um, sort of sort of moving with one another, I guess you could say. So, for example, in terms of whether people feel that uh, or Canadians feel that we have freedom of speech, uh, prairie residents, so those who live in, in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, were more likely than any other region of the country to believe that 
Um, we have very little or no freedom of speech. So 20% of those in the Prairie Provinces believe Canadians have very little or no freedom of speech. So it's about one in five compared to just 8% of those who live in Quebec, which actually was the lowest on that particular metric. Um, in terms of, terms of um, fairly significant regional differences, we also found that um, 22%, so almost a quarter of those surveyed on the prairies believe there should be no limits on freedom of speech. So a quarter of those surveyed actually believe, you know, they're sort of more in support of the U.S. approach versus the Canadian approach, with the lowest being uh, 4.5% in, Can- sorry, in the Atlantic provinces. So that's a very, very significant difference between those two groups. Yeah, no, it certainly is. What do you think is behind that? I mean, I would imagine if, if I would guess, uh, and I'm not an expert, but if I were to guess, I would say it's all about what you perceive freedom of speech to mean and where you feel like it's being taken away. So I know that there's a lot of uh, talk these days of sort of political correctness and so on, and, and cancel culture is, is big in some in some forums and so on. If that's your approach to freedom of speech, then perhaps you do think uh, that a more open uh, a more open system such as the one in the U.S. would make sense. If you don't think that you don't think that's what you're talking about if you think that you're talking about hate speech and so forth then i imagine your perception of what the limitations are would be different yeah again i think politics well i mean we see it in the data here but but politics and, and sort of political leaning is definitely one of the main driving factors here of uh people's views and opinions on, on freedom of speech and the extent to which they folks feel we have it and the extent to which you know they feel sort of our our approach is appropriate or the u.s is more appropriate um that's really one of the the main driving factors that we're seeing in these data there's there's fairly significant differences because one of the questions we asked on this survey was whether folks consider themselves um, sort of left-leaning or right-leaning and on every one of the questions that we asked in this particular survey we found um, a pretty stark difference between those who consider themselves right-leaning versus left-leaning um on all on all the measures and in some cases the results were, were quite quite varied and quite significant it does in some senses suggest that there are some silos going on when it comes to the information we receive in the first place because people are clearly reading about things or absorbing information that suggests that uh that freedom of speech is under threat in this country whereas others are are not may think that you know blanket freedom of speech is a threat in itself depending on what kind of uh what kind of media social media you're consuming yeah, I mean, you know, if there's one thing that that occurred during the pandemic is people increasingly turned to social media as a means of of both consuming and sharing information. And social media has certainly played uh, and, and is seemingly playing an increasingly large role in, in how people are, are both consuming and sharing information. And, and that's certainly um, in, in a lot of the work that we do and a lot of the research that we do. Um, we see a lot of the effect that social media is having. Um, whether good, bad, or somewhere in between. Any lessons in a nutshell, any lessons emerging from this in terms of just how, you know, what our perceptions are of where free speech can go, where the boundaries are, and what we'd like to see uh, both government and, I guess, in the case of private corporations, it would still have to be government that would, uh, that would, that would crack down on, 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 or at least impose some sort of limitations on misinformation. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I think... So this is really interesting. And, and again, part of the reason why we asked these questions were they were just very topical and very timely. Um, the reality is we didn't hear people talking about freedom and freedom of speech too much 10, 15 years ago. Um, but it's become, uh, you know, very much uh, a topic of conversation as of late. I mean, you know, whether we're going to be still talking about this in another year or two or three or five or 10, I don't know. 
Um, but I definitely think we're seeing some trends in the data. And this is something we might be interested as a unit in following up on in, in the future if, you know, if, if freedom of speech continues to be sort of a, a topic of, of conversation and interest in something that people are particularly uh, passionate about one way or another. Did you get any perception out of this out of just exactly what, when, when you say the word freedom, did you get any idea of what people are, are taking that to mean? Because again, the old adage always is, you know, your freedom to swing your arm ends when it hits my face, right? That's the, the sort of idea of freedom. But what did you make of what people were, uh, sort of how, in the way they were responding to what their interpretation of the question was? Yeah, so we didn't we didn't sort of get into too much beyond asking questions specific to freedom of speech. But I mean, freedom of speech covers a lot of a lot of different areas, right, and a lot of different things. And so um, during the course of the survey, we got a, a pretty good flavor of what you know people were thinking about when we're just talking about the, the concept of freedom in general and, and freedom of speech. But uh, people's views on sort of freedom in general and freedom of speech tend to be to tend to be very much in alignment with one another. You did find some interesting stuff too when it came to talking about your political beliefs in public as well, which is always an interesting one because, um, you know, just how comfortable, especially emerging from this pandemic time, uh, how comfortable are people talking about their political beliefs in public and how does it differ between regions and genders and so on? Yeah, so um, three quarters, so three out of four of those who were surveyed indicated that they feel comfortable expressing their political opinions in public. So, and uh, the remaining about 25% or shortly, uh, slightly, slightly fewer feel uh, uncomfortable sharing their, their views or sort of their political views uh, in, pub, pub, sorry, in public. There weren't any statistically significant differences, actually, uh, for that particular question that were that were nothing that jumped out at us is particularly noteworthy that that was worth sort of pointing out. So it didn't track with some of the other stuff that you were looking at as well. Not necessarily. No. Um, where do you go from here? I mean, this, again, you, you brought it, you said it might be worth digging into a little bit more. Where would you like to find out more from what you've already learned? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to depend on where the conversation goes. I mean, you know, we're, we're always following the media in terms of what, what the hot, hot uh, button topics of the story that uh, or stories of the day are. And, um, you know, if, if people are still talking about sort of freedom and freedom of speech in another year time, it might be interesting to see if, um, if, if there's any shifts in public views and opinions, particularly once the um, Conservative Party of Canada leadership campaign is settled to see if that has any impact on people's views and opinions um, related to these, these particular questions around freedom of speech. Yeah, it's certainly interesting that 80% of Canadians do, don't believe, or at least believe the Canadian uh, approach is correct and don't believe the First Amendment approach uh, would be the right one. Because again, I, I get the impression there always is a bit of a bleeding of those two ideas in this country because we all live so close to the border that sometimes freedom of speech, uh, we, we often look south to see what that could mean. Yeah, and I think in some cases too, there's also a bit of a misunderstanding of, of what our rights are as Canadians that are protected under the charts and Charter of Rights and Freedoms versus what U.S. What, what rights they have in the U.S. under the U.S. Constitution, which are, are two vastly different things. Jason DeSanto, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you, Ben. My pleasure.